cool hand podcast something you got to deal with welcome back to the show i'm your host my name is q we have a familiar face back in the building we had originally uh did an interview a few months ago sometime in uh, 2021 late 2021 and our guest is back and this is the first interview of 2022 so uh <laughs> he is lit <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, I didn't know if you knew that, but yeah, it's, it's only January 2nd, but you're the first one. So, uh, guest, please reintroduce yourself. I go by the name Tavon Casey, and um, I'm very familiar with this show, you know, Cool Hand Podcast, you know. So, you know, I just had to, you know, come back. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm man glad. is back. The man is back. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm glad to be back on, man. Thank you for inviting me back. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Always appreciate it. Uh, the last time we talked, uh, we got into uh, your one of your last projects. Uh, and also, we just talked about your your origins and music and how you got along. But now we're here to talk about uh, just how things have been coming along and maybe some things that you have coming up. So uh, since the last time that we talked, uh, what's been new? Um. So... I do have a new project on the way, okay. um, that's first and foremost. Second, I would like to say that uh, 2021 was not that good for me musically. So uh, I'm hoping 2022 is gonna flip it around for me. I'm looking to collab with a lot more artists. Um, some artists which you've interviewed before. So, you know, this is, this is probably gonna be a little new for me cause I'm not used to collabing with a whole bunch of artists, you know, I'm pretty a low key person. So, you know, uh, you know, this is going to be new for me, but I'm, I'm willing to step out my comfort zone. Okay. So I'm going to ask you about uh, what you said a little bit earlier. Now, when you say 2021, wasn't that good for you musically? What do you mean? Well, uh, I know the years before that, when I first started making music, Back in 2016, that's when I really started, like, you know, actually doing my own music. So um, 2016, I think that was the first year that I actually dropped back-to-back-to-back projects. I dropped, like, three projects in one year. So, and not to say that the projects were that good, Mm -hmm. but, you know, know, I did drop, like, three projects back-to-back, and um, I think that was like one of the moments that me, I still talk to my friends about this every once in a while. You know, we talk about how how dope it was to see everybody who I knew that was making music back then, they put out something, then they would put something else, they'll collab with this person, that person collab with this person, you know? And um, 2021 was just the complete opposite of that. I think I only put out one song. I put out one song, I've been working on a project like I said but I put out one song which was Vultures and Vultures did good um it's not quite at a thousand plays yet but it's almost there um mm-hmm. and a thousand plays for me I don't know about anybody else but a thousand plays for me is a lot that's a so, lot that's <laughs> yeah, like going platinum facts bro I think like I think 500 views is a lot for me because you know I'm not used to people just going on SoundCloud you know, just to listen to my stuff. Usually when they go on SoundCloud, it's for somebody like bigger, like Drake or, you know, Future. So when I tell, or when I ask people to go to SoundCloud and listen to my stuff, 
I actually am really thankful for that because it's like, well, I'm not that that big of an artist, you know. I I just make music for people who want to listen, and you know, for me to get almost a thousand plays, I got two thousand views on um, Anemic, and I got a thousand. I got like fifteen hundred on another one, a thousand on another one, and I think this might be like my fourth song getting to a thousand if I can get there. Right now I'm at like 970, 970 something. Oh, and, you're um, go- yeah, you're gonna get there then. Man, I look, I hope so. I put that song out almost a year ago. <laughs> hey, hey, Tavon Casey on SoundCloud, go tap in, <laughs> listen to Vultures featuring uh Quay Dilogitis. I had a hard time with that name last time. <laughs> <laughs> go check that go check that song out uh it's it's pretty good you're uh uh we talked about this last time you are a spitter you know how to put these words together put these bars together and formulate them in a way that the people can appreciate so uh we're looking forward we're lo- looking forward to new music so um talking about uh pretty much 2021 i kind of see that based off of what you say as like uh not to play on j cole but like an off season like the off season uh because you're 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 like working you're getting your reps in and you're working on new stuff so kind of tell us about uh what you have coming up you mentioned a new project and how that how that uh process has been so the process for the new project um is is kind of it's kind of been slow. It's kind of been on and off because, you know, I could be super motivated at one moment. And then at the very next moment, it's like, uh, I don't know what I want to do, you know, or this idea didn't work out. So I don't know what else I want to try out after this, you know? Um, so it's, it's kind of been one of those things where you kind of have to motivate yourself and, but you don't want to motivate yourself too much because if you motivate yourself too much, then, to everybody else is going to seem like, okay, he's trying too hard, you know? So for me personally, I got to say that I don't want to push myself past, past the, past the uh, threshold that I know that my music is going to be good enough for people to like want to listen to, but not to the point, not too much to the point where I feel like I'm trying too hard, you know? Cause you know, if the artist feels like he's trying too hard, then that just means the artist is trying too hard, you know? So I don't want to feel like that. Cause I felt like that on my past projects. Um, the first project I ever put out called Poison Ivy Effect. I don't even know if you listen to it, but uh, I when, think- When I was doing my research, our first time around, I was listening to pretty much everything. So I, I think I had to listen to it. Okay. All right. Cause, cause uh, it was around that time that it was private and then I made it public. So I was like, you know what, if they want to hear it then people can go back to it, but you know, I, I still think that's not my, my greatest project ever, but it still got some gems on it. You know, uh, I feel like, I feel like if people, if people like diversity, then that's a pretty good project for them. But uh, I feel like, um, I feel like that project itself, I kind of felt like at times I was trying too hard. Okay. You know, and that's why I feel like that's not my best project because I feel like I was trying too hard. 
I was going into different lanes that I wasn't used to and I was trying too hard in that in that particular lane, you know, like for instance, singing. I never sung before that. So, you know, the singing was terrible, but you know, the but the performance itself was okay in my opinion. Um so that's that's kind of what I mean by that. Got you. So do you have an or can you reveal uh, the title of your upcoming project? Yes. So the title of my upcoming project is entitled Origami. Okay. And, um, you know, so I don't know if anybody has seen the cover art, but it's basically, um, it's like, it's like a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill. It's like balled up. And that's literally what it is. Like, you know, it's like I'm balling up the money because money doesn't really mean much. So that's pretty much what the whole project is about. Like money doesn't really, like money can buy happiness. Don't get me wrong, but it's not, it's not going to buy like true happiness. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty much just going to buy, it's pretty much just going to buy situational happiness, you know? Like, okay, I want to buy this car but it's it's probably going to break down on me but you know I, like I want to test it out I want to test drive it, you know but but if I crash it I will probably won't have the money to replace it you know but right now I'm happy because I'm buying this but that's not going to buy you like like money itself is not going to buy you happiness not like true happiness right and so I like the I like the concept behind it I remember um you did drop um, it was like some visuals. It was like a trailer, right? And it was made, the trailer was made by Cool Hand Podcast alumni, um, Pizzo. And it, it, do I got that right? He did make yep. that trailer, right? Okay, just making yep. sure. So um, Pizzo made the trailer. And I'm like, man, like these guys are like really getting together and like working stuff out. And it was a crazy trailer. And it had a song in it. That song wasn't isn't released, right? Because I don't remember hearing that. Well, it's not released yet. Okay. Um, that that is going to go on the project, um, the, and that song is called "Stay Broke." Um, and the reason that the trailer has so much trees and stuff in it, because you know, I went to Pizzo. First of all, Pizzo killed it. Okay, I want to give a shout out to to Chris Pease because first of all, I knew him for like six years now, and the first time me and him ever talked on the phone was for me to you know get the like i'm like i'm trying to get him to do a trailer for me you know so that was the first time i ever talked on the phone to him and when i did you know like he's he's a real down-to-earth guy but it took us five years to even talk on the phone you know and Mm -hmm. i knew him five years you know but yeah so the reason that it has so many trees in the in the uh in the video was because the whole concept of the song a lot of people might say what does that got to do with money like you just taking videos of nature but it's like if you really pay attention to the lyrics of stay broke in the trailer um it says i got something that money can never bring it's power and making money but money ain't everything it's funny because i'd rather be bummy instead of being illegally trying to hustle for money at 17 lord knows Drug money was never clean because it's dirty money, but clean money is evergreen, you know? So like, I'm literally giving, I'm, I'm literally comparing like, 
you know, like what all money is, is trees, you know, like people, people cut trees down every single day, you mm -hmm. know, like, and, and then they, they, they make paper out of trees, they make money out of trees. So that's what it is, you know? So at the end of the day, people put money over family, they put money over friends, they put money over well-being. So it's like, would you rather just risk all your family and friends' well-being for some paper? Which at the end of the day don't really mean anything because that can because a dollar bill can, can get burned up fast, you know? A lifelong companionship can come from people and you're cutting people off for this thing that you can just burn up in literal seconds, you know? And that's exactly why it was in the trailer because, you know, the money was burning up and, you know, the song's going on, you know. Um, what else did I say? So stay away from the streets because something is bound to happen, but nothing is guaranteed. Money can satisfy your wants and your needs. They call it the root of evil because money come from the trees, you know. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of gems in there and a lot of stuff that won't catch on to until they actually like break it down and break down every single word and what i'm saying and what i'm actually saying you know so listen to the bars you got to listen to the bars people because there was <laughs> I, I like that i like I, I like that like i said you know how to piece up these words and put them together and make them sound pleasing all at the same time so uh yeah shout out to pizzo uh he got a a whole a whole um clothing line coming out pretty soon um, mm -hmm. as of today it's not out yet but he's building this anticipation and at the same time Tavon's building up this anticipation for uh his his album dropping sometime sometime in 2022 right yep sometime in 2020 i'm trying to aim for the middle of 2022 okay middle of 2022 so maybe summer summerish. but i i'm trying to aim for like sometime in the middle got you now uh you know speaking of roots and uh money <laughs> uh, the love of money being the root of all injurious things um what what inspired you to come up with this concept for this project for the origami project for the origami project i think honestly i think it was the song vultures itself because before I put out Vultures, I didn't know what I wanted. I knew I wanted to put out a project. I just didn't know what it was going to be about. So when I wrote Vultures, um, it was just like, okay, so what do I want to talk about? Like, what, like, what is this going to be? So I decided, okay, if the song's good enough, I'll just make a project surrounding that entire theme of just that song that I made, you know? And that's something that I always did for some reason, but, um, once I actually started writing the song, I said, okay, this has some potential. So after I wrote it, I recorded it immediately. And I was like, okay, well, this has a little ring to it. And then I'm like, okay, I got to get somebody on this because I don't want it just to be First of all, I don't want it to be me. Second of all, I'm suffering from writer's block, so I can't I can't even do a second verse. You know, so it was uh it was like, okay, let me hit somebody up. So the first person I hit up, Quay, he jumped right on it. 
and you know he killed it so i was like okay well let me just put this song out the moment i put the song out it 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 felt it felt good to me to like actually put the song out and then it got all positive reviews it didn't get that many views at first but the reviews itself was like all positive i didn't get any negative feedback on it they were always oh well i love the message i love the lyrics i love the delivery I love the hook. I love the catchy hook. You know, like they, I didn't hear anything negative about it. So I was like, okay, so this could be something that I can work with. So after I did that, I just started working on other songs that surrounded that same theme. And the plan is like, you know, Vultures is like pretty straight to the point. So, you know, it's like basically saying money don't mean nothing. Um, But I came up with the idea of if I make any other songs, I want them to all have the same point, but I don't want them to have the same way of getting there. Like I want them to have different routes to get to, or different routes to get to the same point, you know? So that when people listen back to it, it's like, okay, well, what does this got to do with this subject? And then when they really pay attention to it, it's like, oh, I see what he did there, you know? So that's pretty much what I'm trying to do. So uh, you're coming out of Harrisburg mm-hmm. and uh, you talked about how the environment is, you know, it's kind of rough in Harrisburg and in connection with uh, the snippet that you put out, you're, you're talking about um, drug money ain't clean, so on and so forth. And that, you know, it's not worth it, you know, stay out the trap pretty much and don't mm-hmm. get into the trap. Don't fall for the trap. So right. So I would assume, you know, you're keeping everything authentic. You're putting your real life experience in your music. Um, And, oh, not to cut you off. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Um, I I wanna, what I wanna ask is, uh, and if, don't lose your thought. uh, I just wanna ask if you can speak on your experience. Oh yeah. uh, Yeah, getting away from that or staying out of, you know, staying, keeping your head above water in that regard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when I was younger, I remember, I remember walking to school, I was like maybe, I was in like sixth grade. So, you know, I was like 12, 12, 13, something like that. I was in sixth grade. By the way, I got held back and started school late. So that's why I was so old at, at that age, but, uh, or at that uh, grade, but, um. So I was walking to school and it was these older kids. They had to be like ninth, eighth, ninth grade, something like that. And um, I'm walking past them and I knew every single one of them, you know, I, I didn't know them, but you know, I, but they, we talked in school and stuff, but you know, this is on my way to school. So I never seen what they did outside of school. So I'm thinking, okay, hey, this is, it's the guys from school, you know, I'm about to go over there and say, hey to them, go over there. And the first thing that one of the persons, uh, first thing that one of the people say is, do you smoke? And I'm like, smoke? What is smoking got to do with going to school? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, nah, no, I don't smoke. And then I'm clueless because, you know, I'm, I'm 12, 13. And, you know, my mom and my dad did a pretty good job with keeping me away from that stuff when I was younger. So. At that time, I'm like, uh, I don't know what, why are you asking me that? Like, you know, so 
and go to school, don't think nothing else, else of it until a couple years later when I'm like 16, 17. I'm like, wow, like these guys really, I, like my whole life could have went a, down a different path, you know? But, you know, I'm here now. So, you know, I, I pretty much made the right uh, decision. So, yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So I guess like when you listen to your music or uh, for a listener listening to your music uh, to think about those things. And that's the thing about music, too. It could you know make you think of your own experiences, maybe something anybody else risen above that uh, that can be likened to drugs or drug money or things like that. So. Um, so, OK, so. Uh, so the next thing in transitioning uh, is the who you're working with and who you want to work with, because you're still in the process of creating everything so far. Um, mm -hmm. so, so is there anyone that you have already established working with or any collaborations that you can already reveal? Um, I do have a couple of collaborations. So first of all, I want to mention this, this guy named uh, Michael from the Woods. I don't know if you ever heard of this brother, but uh, he's 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 better than me. I'm I'm just gonna come out and, and I'm not the type of person. <laughs> I'm not the type of person that just likes to come out and say, "Oh yeah, he's better than me." Like I like my pride is up here, you know. Sometimes when it comes to music, so it's like you know, whenever somebody raps, it's like, man, you can't rap better than me, you know. But this guy Michael from the Woods, he uh. He's 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 on a different level. There's nothing else I can say. He's on a different level. Mm. Um, it's Michael from the Woods, Quay, obviously, and Ryan Cabana. This brother named Ryan Cabana. He uh, he's 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 nice. He's pretty diverse with it. He can rap, sing do all of that extra stuff that you like that other artists won't probably won't think of doing, you know? And he's just that type of artist that he can just pull everything off. Anything he tries, he just pulls it off. And um, I'm trying to get, you know, the teddy bear king himself <laughs> on it. You know? I've been, I've been uh, pretty bad when it came to writer's block uh, recently, but you know, yeah. I'm I'm trying to get him like he reached out to me for you know a couple of features, but I don't want to be selfish and be like ah I got writer's block, but you know I'm trying to get you on the song, you know like I don't mm -hmm. like I don't want to you know, so uh, yeah I'm 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 trying to get a bunch of other people on it. It's probably gonna be one of them uh, type of projects that uh the uh, Kanye um his what's it called Donda yeah. Yeah, I'm not, like I'm trying to get something like that going, you know, with just a whole bunch of different artists on different tracks and stuff. But um, I'm trying to get crowded uh, places on there. By the way, that crowded places trailer was pretty dope. Like I, I got to give it to both of y'all. I don't know which, like what, what part you had in the uh, in the trailer or the uh, the documentary, but it came out dope. You know, it was a hundred percent authentic, and that's the type of stuff that I like. Oh, yeah, I just filmed some of it. That's that's the only part that I had. Uh, yeah, uh, he did 90. I say 97% of the work. It went 90. from. Yeah, he did 97% of the work I recorded. Uh, I recorded 
some 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 pieces of it um but yeah that that's it that's a shout out to him too shout out to everybody you mentioned the teddy bear king michael from the wood is it wood or woods michael from the woods man like he has a verse on this on one of the songs that or the song that i have him on he has a verse you know i had to get him because me and him knew each other for five years also mm -hmm. um and you know i was like okay bro and we had already pre-recorded the song about three, four years ago. So when I came to him with the idea of, okay, we should redo the song, you know, so that first of all, that the quality can sound a little bit better. Second of all, that the vibe can go a little bit better with the project. And uh, he was down for it. And he remembered the verse and everything. So um, he said he listened to it a lot so that's probably how he remembered it but <laughs> so I sent him the the beat that I needed him on he sent me his verse back I record my verse put his verse on it then I put the hook on it and you know it's 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 out there on SoundCloud but it's not in public though it's still private Got um, you. I'm trying to get like a good 11 12 13 tracks 14 maybe but so far, I got about six that that I have pretty much on the side for like waiting for the project to be done, you know. Got you. Now, shout out to Michael from the woods, because uh, uh, we hollered at each other in the DMs before he uh, he showed me one of his songs. Yeah. So um, I, I'm familiar with his his Instagram name more. I'm not going to throw his, his IG because I think it's his first and last name. So yeah. I don't want to throw that out there but um yeah yeah shout out shout out to him too and he got the he has the podcast he uh, uh he does the instagram lives with you and uh and some other people right yeah yeah and also michael blaine michael blaine he's he's going to be on the project um that's the i don't know if you got a chance to talk to him before but uh he's Ooh, a stand-up sorry I just I, I'm 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 I don't have my ducks in a row here. So Michael Blaine is who I was talking about instead of Michael oh, from the woods. Okay. See, I'm I just confused the both both of them. So both of you guys, um, as you can see, I am a very imperfect man, and I just hey, switched bro, up your names. Look, it happens, bro. You know, I've been stuttering this entire time. Look, it happens to the best of us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay, so so we're both we're both imperfect. I think uh I think that's established right right but uh yeah go ahead i'm sorry yeah i mean like michael blaine is probably like one of the most stand-up dudes that you could ever meet not only that he's he's unique when it comes to his style i said this in the last interview um he's very un like he has a very unorthodox style but like if you know hip-hop and you love punchlines and you love delivery that's the type of music that you would most likely enjoy you know because I enjoy it. I'm a fan of his music. And, you know, a lot of people aren't a fan of unorthodox music these days. But, you know, like I said, if if you're into like old school type type uh, flowetry, uh, if you're into delivery, if you're into punchlines, lyricism, he like he has all of that combined into one. So it's kind of hard to escape the fact okay like he's on his own like he's on he's in his own lane and he knows what he's doing and he knows how to do everything that you're supposed to do you know but he has his own style though 
And, you know, I'm trying to get him on the project or not trying to, he's going to be on the project, whether he, he wants to or not, he's going to be on the project, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and ironically, I tried to get you on it. <laughs> oh, really? I tried to get you on it, but then, you know, cause like I, I actually heard a couple of your verses. And then uh, when I heard you on the Crowded Places song, I was like, okay, well, he raps, okay. Like he actually raps, you know? And then, and then you said, this is my last verse. I'm like, oh, well, that kind of killed, that kind of killed what I was trying to do, you know? I was like, well. Yeah, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> Wait, you said you're not a rapper? I am not a rapper. I mean, look, man. I, I wouldn't consider myself a rapper, but technically that's like, if you put words to a beat and you know how pretty good, then you can, you can be considered a rapper. I guess that's not, that's not my lane. I'm a, I'm a behind the desk podcaster now, but what? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm behind the desk. I'm behind the desk. That's what I, that's what I do. But um, we're, we're looking forward to, uh, we're looking forward to all the features um, definitely when you mentioned Donda, how many, how many different styles were on that pro project. So uh, right. we're looking forward to, uh, the different styles and all the features. Now, when it comes to making an album, when it comes to putting a project together, um, give us some insight on, on your end, what goes into putting this thing together? What goes into it first, I say, I say anybody can write a song. Okay. And I do consider myself a pretty good songwriter, but I say anybody can write a song. Um, but it's a difference between writing the song and actually recording the song. Like, I don't know if you can see, but my microphone's right here. Gotcha. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's, it's a complete difference because uh, when you write a song, you have everything planned out that you want to say and how you want to say it, you know? But I know it's times where I write a song, and I'm like, yo, this is about to be crazy. Man, I record, and it's like, I, my delivery sounds terrible, you know? And like, and like I, I might record the exact same way I tried to write it, you know? But then I listen back to it, it's like, well, it sounds pretty bad. I, and then that kind of discourages you. So it's like, I try not to let that discourage me too much anymore. And I think that's probably why my writer's block is off and on. Because when it comes to, you know, me, I like, I want stuff to be perfect. I think King Keese came out in his interview and said, um, you know, when it comes to recording, it does get frustrating when you try to record it and it doesn't come out the way you want it to, to come out, you know? So I definitely understood where he was coming from on that because when it comes to me recording, I have to be in like a certain mindset. I have to be in a, a certain space. Like if I'm making a love song, I want to be like, I want to, I want to be in a good mood, you know, like I actually want to be in a good mood so I can actually try to hit the notes that I want to hit with the auto tune, of course. But, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> when it comes to me making a song, like, um, like stay broke, the one that's on the trailer, I also want to be in like a good mood, but at the same time, I want to have energy. So, so I might drink a little bit of caffeine, you know, and then try to get my energy up. And 
the moment I do, then, then it's like, okay, now I can try to perform. But I have to be in like a certain mindset or a certain space for me to even want to record. So if I can't record, you know, or if I feel like, okay, th this isn't a good day, then I'm not going to record because I know that my delivery is going to be off. And if I listen back five years after recording that and putting it out, it's probably going to be like, uh, I could have did better. And that's happened in, in the past before, you know? So I don't want to ever look back on any more of my songs or any more of my projects or features and say, I could have did better, you know, all because I wanted to like, at, cause at that time I wanted to, you know, hurry up and get this done. Now it cost me, now, and now each time I listen to it, I cringe because I'm like, well, I don't like the way I sound. I don't like, I don't like the lyric that I put right there, you know? So I never want to cringe at any of my stuff. Got you. <laughs> so, so no, no cringeworthy deliveries and that, and there's a lot of work that goes into that. I know, I know as somebody who's recorded some verses before and having people who having friends who make music, I know it, a lot of takes a lot of this, a lot of that. It could take forever to record just one verse just for mm -hmm. the delivery to sound yep. how you want it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And like, and like, it happens to me all the time even now even when i even when i think like even when i think about like say right now if if i wanted to record i probably wouldn't be able to because i'm not really in the in the space in like the mental space to want to record right now um so for instance if if i came out with a song or if if i wrote a song and i tried to record it and my delivery was like this. like I sounded like this the entire time and rappers can't see me I'm a, like I'm the best rapper in the world and like nobody's gonna believe you <laughs> you know like <laughs> so it's like and like I recorded songs like that before man like I'm not gonna tell anybody what my old SoundCloud is but they're gonna have to go back and look for it but uh on my old SoundCloud my like my delivery was terrible on I want to say 80% of my songs. And even when the delivery wasn't terrible, the mixing and mastering was. So I had like, I basically have like 110% cringiness or 100% cringe moments each time I listen to that stuff. 110% is a lot. <laughs> 110. Bro, it's it's it turns up an extra ten notches each time I listen to it. Like I, it's a hundred percent now. Even thinking about it, but when I listen to it, it's a hundred. I guess <laughs> I can understand that now. I, I get it. Thank you for explaining that. I'm like, man, a hundred and ten percent. That's like over cringe, <laughs> bro. And like that's not even including some of the lyrics that I put into my old stuff, bro. I remember I said something like, uh. They mad because the flow is coated in fresh made ices. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, it could it could pass. No, no, it can't. Like, and like I like I thought I was a battle rapper back then. If anybody went against me and they heard that, they would laugh. <laughs> and you like know. I would I, and I couldn't say anything now because it's like, bro, I, I would laugh too. Like if if my old self went up against me now. I would laugh hard. <laughs> I, I got you. It's like uh, one battle rapper said, 
I'm crazier than crazy glue. I guess that's a that's a comparable. <laughs> that was Rex. <laughs> it, it, it was it was um it was Enes the the Philly the yeah the, the Philly the Philly legend Enes. I'm okay. Cra- I'm crazier than crazy glue, but at the same time, you know, crazy glue is you know it's crazy glue, and then a fresh made icy is that's pretty cold. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, like it, like it turns up an extra twenty notches when somebody else says it to me. <laughs> all right, I quit. I quit. So, all right, all right, man, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so, you mentioned something else as well when it comes to making an album, um, mm-hmm. and and putting the all the work that goes into it. You talked about on your old songs, the mixing and mastering. Uh, mm-hmm. was bad so can you give some insight on uh the mixing mastering process um so up until three years ago i didn't even know the difference between mixing and mastering honestly um one of my friends told me yeah you know it's a difference and i'm like i don't think it is he's like bro i've been making music for 10 years it's the difference between mixing and mastering so mixing is basically once you record what you want to record, you have um, the audio that you want. Um, It could be vocals, it can be production, it can be both. But with mixing, what you're basically doing, you're adding effects while simultaneously you're trying to level your voice and the production the way you want it to to sound when you uh, master it. And And I know it kind of sounds confusing at first, but once you actually have, like, once you're finished mixing it, you have the uh, the vocals where you want them to be, you have the production where you want them to be, where they're not too loud over each other. Um, then you go into the the uh, the uh, the mastering stage. So when you go to the mastering stage, what you do is you take what you already mixed, and then you try to elevate you try to elevate the the entire audio. Like, you know, you try to elevate your vocals and the beat where it's not too loud. And, but it's not like, so it's loud enough. Like it could be very loud, but it can be not that loud to the point where it's blaring in your ear. It's kind of hard to explain. Like if only a real producer and, you know, mixer, master or, engineer can explain it. I'm not really a real engineer, so I can't really, you know, get into the different stuff like that. But I hope you did get what I was saying though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a complex game. I know that much. Uh uh I, I hate to name drop him. Um but Crowd of Places, he he's put a lot of uh resources into mixing and mastering. He, uh, mm-hmm. I know he's one person, namely, who like does it a lot and has researched and done all that stuff. So he's given me a little bit of insight. Um, he says those, you know, these weird hieroglyphic audio engineer words to me that, you know, I don't understand and uh, mm-hmm. and never will because I just don't do that. But um, right. I know there's a lot of work that comes into perfecting a song. Um, uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about and thanks for talking about the uh, the engineering process uh, was coming up with a song you need an instrumental a beat so what is the the beat picking process like on your end so the beat 
so like the so I think the beat selection for me I would say I have to write the song out first and then depending on how I write the song out then that's when the beat selection hits you know so okay well do I want this beat to, to be crazy do I want it to be a hard beat do I want it to be like an old school type type my beat type song or do I want it to be like a do I want it to be like an R&B 90s or R&B 2000s it's a bunch of different factors that I throw in there because depending on the mood of the song that I write then that's probably going to be like the mood of the song like if like I said if it's an R&B song I'm going to choose an R&B beat if it's like a old school type beat where it's like lyrical miracle spiritual individual like stuff like that like then i'm going to choose like the old school 90s beat sometimes it might be a fast old school 90s beat or it could be a slow old school 90s beat now everybody who knows me they they know that i love those slow old school 90s beats like that's that's the stuff that i came up on and that's the stuff that i actually started right now too so um those those are usually like the go-to songs but uh, i can send you i can send you uh actually yeah I, I can send you the song stay broke and then you'll see what i'm talking about i think you probably heard a snippet of it but you never heard yeah. the full um but i can send you the full song like the link to the full song and then you'll see what i'm talking about i would love i would love to get the link to the full song i, I need an exclusive got you bro i got because because the song was already sounding crazy on the snippet so to hear the whole thing i would love to uh to 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 be blessed with uh the full song i appreciate it bro and i and i really think you're gonna like the second verse too i think because everybody who listened to the song they all say that uh they all say that uh the second verse is just the second verse is flawless and that's not coming from me that's coming from other people you know, but I heard one person say that the second verse is flawless. Like you can't nitpick anything about it, you know, but yeah. So I really hope you, you like the song and I'll send it to you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm here for it. So um, was there anything else? I don't think I have any more questions uh, in specific, but if you wanted to say anything else, like maybe uh, to tell people what to expect or how things are coming along, any other comments that you can think of uh, regarding origami? Okay, so I do want to send a couple shout outs to some people because I do want them on this project. I want them on this project so bad. And hopefully, hopefully if they get a chance to listen to this podcast, they can reach out to me. Like uh, Alec Hershey, um, Crowded Places, like I said, King Keys, like I said, Michael Blaine is already going to be on the project, whether he wants to or not. Uh, <laughs> look, if you like, if you know anybody who makes me, I'm pretty sure you know a lot of people that make music, but anybody who makes music, you know, you, you look, put the word out and hopefully they can reach out to me or I can reach out to them and, you know, we can work something out to where you know we collab or you know just anything but i'm just trying to get like a bunch of different artists together so that we can all you know 
coexist on the same track so that people just so I can say, okay, yeah, I collabed with that person before, you know, like, yeah, like, like he's cool. Like he, he did a better job than I did on this song, you know, stuff like that. So even if you don't make music, I like, I like snippets, like send me something (laughs) I can put on the song, you know, (laughs) and then, you know, yeah. So yeah, like I'm, I'm, I've never been the type of person that, that turned down anything when it comes to like snippets, like, or ideas from other people. So if anybody has like a snippet that they want to send me, they can send it to my email. I'll take a look at it. If I can use it for that project, then I'll use it. But if I can't use it for that project in particular, I'll chances are I'll use it for something else. And you'll probably see that. I'm pretty sure you saw that in the song Vultures, like at the very end, it was, it was a brother, uh, his name D Money Flow. Uh, he's actually on the very end, and he's not rapping, but he's it's like a, it's like uh, spoken word poetry. So what he's doing is he's talking about the next song that's coming on after Vultures, and uh, he's he, he's basically setting it up because the next song is just going to hit just as hard as Vultures did. So that's or that's what I'm planning on, you know. So. Um, yeah, that's that's what I have. So anybody who wants to make a, a song together, anybody who wants to collab, anybody who has ideas, send them my way. I will happily, you know, just take a look at them, you know. Yeah. And then we all win, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to we're going to do the cool hand roll call for the people you uh, you mentioned. Alec Hershey. Tap in. Crowd of Places. Tap in. Teddy Bear King Keast. Engage Teddy Bear King. Yes. Tap oh, in. Yeah. Yo, congratulations to my boy. <laughs> congratulations uh, to the Teddy Bear, the engaged, the, what am I, how am I going to say this? The engaged bear. The, <laughs> the engaged Teddy. Uh, congrats yeah. to him. Yeah. Yeah. But the after you get married, tap in. I know you, you got a whole wedding to plan for. Yeah, man but uh, tap in. Um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's it. Um, we're looking forward to it. Um, I'm sure all the people, all the uh, Tavon Casey listeners are uh, ready for this new project dropping sometime, maybe middle, middle of 2022. Uh, if it takes a little bit longer, we're going to be patient. That's what we're, that's how we're taught. We got to be patient. So uh, uh, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to whatever single you want to drop, all the features. If you make music, you heard them. Um, tap in with them. Uh, work at, what's your Instagram if people want to get in contact? So my Instagram, hello, because my Instagram is is kind of uh, weird because I had so many Instagrams before that it was ta- uh, it was TV Casey at first, and now it's uh, Tavon Casey, like T A V O N dot Casey. All right, so uh, I'm, I'm gonna put it on the screen for us uh, for uh, when for people to see. So uh, we'll have that on the screen so people can can tap in with you if they uh, if they're also moved to. Um, yep. T A V O N dot Casey. All right. So uh, tap in. Uh, this is the Cool Hand Podcast. Thank you for coming on again. Uh, we're looking forward to what you got coming up next. Uh, yes. So, uh, and I appreciate it. Thank you for having me back again. And if I was talking too much, bro, then then just 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 let me know. <laughs>
the point is for you to talk that that's the point that's why you're up here for you to talk so it's all good Got you. Uh, this is the Cool Hand Podcast, Tavon Casey back again, uh, and we're out of here, Cool Hand Podcast, something you got to deal with, easy.